Sunday, July 6th, 2014. Sunday was going to be a busy day. I had to pick up my dog Scout and Murray from the dog groomers, drop by Buck's house to pick up an eight ball of cocaine, and then try to sell some guns to Oscar. After that, I had to get all the prep together for a recording session, and I still had no ideas. And as I drove to Oscar's place, this damn helicopter kept following me. I pulled up to Oscar's place right away, and I knew he didn't want the guns, and I was going to get stuck for the money. What the fuck you get these Glocks for? You know I wanted revolvers. I went out of my way to get the guns for him, and now he didn't even want them. Why the fuck are these helicopters hovering over my lawn? I was shit out of luck, so I ditched the guns somewhere off the 605 freeway, and I had to get to Buck's house to pick up the coke. The phone rang and my wife Sarah starts yelling about getting the dogs from the groomers. Todd, the dogs will be dead at 1.30. Don't be late. Well, it was 12.45 and I still had to get the coke from Buck and San Pedro, and that was 40 minutes away. At the same time, this damn helicopter keeps following me. I got the Bucks at 1.15 and he's not opening the door. And at the same time I'm trying to get Buck to open the door, Sarah keeps calling me. Todd, can you take me have some coconut water from the store after you get the dog? I'm thirsty. Buck opens the door and hands me this bag of shit that's clearly been stepped on. Todd, how are we doing? Dude, your stuff is totally baby laxative. Who, who are you buying from? You know I can't reveal my connections. Alright, I'll have to do. See you tonight. I had no idea what topics we were going to do, though. By the time I'm at the Vincent Thomas Bridge, the coke wears off, so I take a key bump after the second hump of the bridge. Then the dog groomer calls. This is Lakewood Dog Groomers. Your dog has been ready for over an hour. Mr. Perry, if you don't pick them up in the next 10 minutes, I'm calling the Humane Society. I drove back over to pick up the dogs, and I got some cash to tip the groomer, and then I dropped my bag of drugs. I smiled at the groomer, who totally looked horrified. I got the dogs in the car and realized the groomer forgot to shave Murray's tail, and now my wife's going to be pissed. Then the phone rings. It's Oscar. Dude, I changed my mind. I'll take the guns. At that moment when you're late to the dog groomers, you're buying low-end drugs, there's a helicopter following you, and your buddy changes his mind on a gun deal, you realize it's time to rethink your life. Oh, shit. I just got tonight's topic. Welcome back to Far Out. This is Todd Perry, Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? Doing good, Buck. It's just me and Buck today. We'll get back to the rotating gang uh. soon enough. But uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the show and on today's show. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we've got some news. we got about, about like a hodgepodge of stuff, really, today. This is kind of like a, it's a, I don't know, it's a, it's a hat of plenty. No big topics, a bunch of small stuff. In the end, though, I've had some moments recently where I thought maybe, you know, you, you do something and something happens to you and you go, I, I, I got to rethink my life. Yeah. You know, like I, it, it's, it's time to have that moment where I have a little thought to myself and think, I, I got to change something. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run those by Buck and see if he thinks whether I should stick with them. I had that thought when I was uh, 
That's me. When I was uh, in, Thanks, the, in the restroom the other day and I was using uh, coffee filters. <laughs> that was a low. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have any TP. So I, to wipe? Uh, yeah, I had, I had to go with the best, which was... Because usually it goes the other way. Like, you use TP as a coffee filter. Like, I've done right, that. Right, I've done that too, yeah. Coffee filter is very dynamic. But I used coffee filter the other way. How, okay. How, it didn't what, go down smooth, let's just say that. Well, what kind? Was it like those brown ones? There like, was a cone, and I had to... The, <laughs> the cone, yeah, the the brown cone, and I had to tear it, you know, to use it. It was not good. So, okay, okay, there's a... Uh, this needs to be unpacked. Okay, so, first of all... Yeah. Uh, two things. Which one first? Okay, first of all... <laughs> You're using a brown thing to wipe. Right. So if you wipe, because I've had this problem with like Starbucks napkins before. Mm. You don't know whether you're clean or not because it's brown on brown crime. Oh. You know what I'm saying? If you wipe and it's on brown, you could wipe completely dirty and not know it because you're wiping on a brown surface. You're like, <laughs> you really CSI your shit, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you're like breaking it down. I got to see if I'm healthy. <laughs> Jesus. See if I had a healthy BM. It was a good way to start off the show, yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, when I was on the toilet using coffee filters, I said, something's got to change here, Buck. <laughs> you know, this, is, uh, this is not the life you're meant to lead right here. You know, you've got to change. There's a two roads you're going down, you know. One one where you wipe your ass with coffee filters. You're, you're taking the road less traveled. Right. But, but then also, you had that seam where it's like they sew up the coffee. Right. They, they press that together with some kind of glue or something. Right. Now, now, it, you don't, you want to keep that away from the sensitive parts of the anus. Oh, sure, yeah. That's that's like the edge. You use that as the edge, you know? Yeah, you don't You're, go... You don't, no. You don't go farther than that. Hmm. No. No, oh, sorry. I'm, get, I'm getting... But, oh. That's not me again. Yeah. So... Yeah, I would I, rethink my life at that moment. I texted you three question marks. See, that's shit that, like, as as a married man, like, if my wife saw me going into the coffee filter part, like, if I had, like, my yeah. pat, my pants around my ankles and I was running into the kitchen <laughs> and rifling through the cabinets with, like, with nothing, just, just my ankles, like, my... my my pants and my chonies around my ankles running over and going through. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you going in to get, get, get coffee filters while you're pooping? Right. What, what's happening here? She's I, the voice of reason that I don't have. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not just reason. It's the voice <laughs> of like... you Humanity. You need help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need help. Yeah. I, I once had a, a girlfriend uh, back in the day and she... <laughs> And I don't know, we were just, we we're having some pillow talk and uh, I, don't know, I was talking about my life and things that were going well and things that weren't. And she goes, Todd, are you poor? <laughs> nice. <laughs> because I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, at the time I was, yeah. And are you she, poor? Yeah. And she, yeah, she, she wanted to know like why I was doing, why I was, you know, kind of, you know, white trash, you know. Maybe presented yourself as such a baller. And then when she's hearing the truth, she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Because you do roll like you are a baller. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shot caller. You, you're the guy with the Rolls Royce keychain. That's what's going Scratching on. Scratching lotto tickets. Hey, I'm going to achieve that dream one day. So I uh, here's a weird one. I don't know if it's a weird one. I think it's a cool one. I think, okay, so when I was in Chicago two weeks ago, hmm. uh, I'm, it was because my, my uncle died, and he had a woman... On like, 
it's a weird thing where if you are a heavy drinker that is a successful man, towards the end of your days, you will accumulate an odd crew of people around you. Right. So he was paying a woman to do like ancestry stuff for him. Oh, that, so, is, that is weird. Yeah. So this woman, she was like a stager for his house he was selling. Especially because of Ancestry.com. You can just go on there yourself, you know? Well, yeah, but he's, he wasn't, they called him Analog Al. He wasn't very good with the computer. Analog Al, awesome. So, yeah, you'd he, get along. He was still like just rolling with the fax machine. He could use a fax machine like, you know, like a, a, a carnival barker with three shells. Like he could just move a fax, like whammo fax. Right. Like, so he had this woman on, on the payroll that was just doing his ancestry. So when I was the out. Steviano was her name. Yeah, so when I was out there, I, I run into this this woman, tracks me down. She's like, Todd, your uncle was the best, blah, 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 blah. And I've done all this ancestry work for him I want you to see. Hmm. And did you know that you're the fifth descendant of Chief Red Cloud? Wow. Yeah. She's just dropping names like that, dropping bombs. Chief so, Red Cloud is who? Evidently, so. evidently, there was a Chief Red Cloud Lanham. Okay. There was a, a Cherokee from the Trail of Tears. Oh. There was like, my uncle was like an eighth Cherokee. And so I was like a 16th. Now, it's always that weird thing where like every white guy the wants hell to, is that? Yeah. to say some like, oh, no, actually, I'm, you know, to have some kind of ethnicity that just isn't like boring white shit. Right. So she tells me this and I was very intrigued. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm an exotic warrior. Wow, really, I'm Chief Red Cloud. At the heart. Oh. So <laughs> I was telling my wife, I said, I go, you know, if we have a kid... The kid needs to be named after Chief Red Cloud. Like, because he'll be 100th right. Cherokee nothing. So you know? I, I was like, you know, the, the kid's first name will be some like weird yuppie shit that you want to do, right? And, you know, some real precious, you know, pussy name for a kid. But right. I was like, the middle name has to be Red Cloud. <laughs> nice. There you yeah. go. Apple Red Cloud. Yeah, be Apple Red Cloud. And I, I was thinking I, I should rename... Like this studio, the Red Cloud Studios. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Because, yeah, you do seem a little more native since you come back. It was a, a little more wise. Yeah. You know? You're smoking more. I, I, br I bring you cigarettes as a peace offering now. Yeah, a peace pipe? Yeah. Anyway. It's transcendent. Yes. But yeah, that, 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 was, that was, I think that was everything a white person wants to hear. Hmm. Really. A boring white guy on the right. West Coast that has no ethnic thing whatsoever is like, you are the descendant of Chief Red Cloud. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, like I'm some kind of spiritual warrior, you know. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that's why I like Bud Light Platinum so much, you know. I think she's just bullshitting because she wants, you know, at least some recognition for all the money she's taken from your uncle. Yeah, she wants me to start paying her. She wants. I think so. She's like, also, you're a descendant of Genghis Khan. Right. <laughs> right? Would you like to know more? Mm -hmm. Keep me on the payroll. Right. Yeah. I've got some more work to do. I've got some leads. Yeah, this, this woman was like his house stager. So, you know, immediately, anybody in the real estate business, they're all like weird, shady people. I'm sorry. Like, you know, any you know, real estate agents, all, all those people, they're all a mm. little... They're all a little fringy. They're fringy people that are trying to be kind of professional. I'm sorry if there's any real estate agents listening to the show, but you know your ilk. <laughs> I never thought of them anyway. I've never had to deal with them, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're quite the crowd. Really? 
Trump being the top. Trump is the top, right? He, yeah, he is the top of the real estate agent pain mm. in the ass folk. Uh. Next time on the Faro Podcast. Now, Buck, no, seriously, <clears throat> your your form is totally wrong here when you're using your seven iron. So what I gotta do is here just here just let me let me grab your elbow and you're making oh. a you gotta make a triangle with your arms and not have so much bend in the elbow. Mm. Okay, so just take it back. Right. Take it back. No, all the way, Buck. Oh. Buck, Buck. There we go. This is as far back as this can go. Okay, but at the same time you wanna move your hips the other way. So you, you, it's turn, fold, turn. What you were doing is you've been folding, turning, folding. Okay, right. and that's 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 totally wrong. So we're gonna. So so what is it, Buck? Repeat it back to me. Cause if you if you do it, you'll remember it better. Fold, turn, turn. What? Fold, turn. No. Turn. Fold. Fold. Turn. Turn. No. Sorry. I thought there was ferns in this. So uh, there was a, I, I found this link the other day, and a while back, maybe, I don't know, it was goddamn like show 60 on the show, it was us and uh, Casey Gullickson did a story, we were talking about, um, it was a guy, and he wrote a book called Wet Goddess, about his love affair with a dolphin. Oh yeah, that was some good reading. And so we, we were talking about that, now it's happened again, evidently. Oh my God. So I found this news story, and it's... This woman fell in love and had sex with a dolphin. Yes? You read that right. A woman. Yeah. During yeah, this time last time it was a man, which if you think I about it, see it. Yeah. if it's like yeah, I mean a dude will fuck anything. Right. When a when a woman gets involved, this dolphin has to be quite the seductor. <laughs> yeah, because you know, most of the time when the teachers, you know, F the the kids you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Because you figure the chick was like, oh, I'm in love with him, you know, and all stuff. But and, if, and the teacher ends up usually being hot, too. Right. That, yeah. too. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you usually think of some aspect of love being involved in it, not just, you know, the physical aspect of sex, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, this this is one good-looking uh, flipper. Yeah. This, this guy's looking pretty good. He's, he's giving her a good tail. <laughs> you know so, what I'm saying? During the 1960s, NASA funded an experiment that allowed animal researcher Margaret Howe Lovett to teach dolphins how to speak English. She liked it? No, she loved it. See, that's the kind of shit we used to do as a country. Like, nowadays, like, they're cutting off funding for NASA. Like, in the 60s, we did shit like, let's teach dolphins how to speak English. Yeah. Like, that was stuff America used to do. Now, it's just all, you know, it's all just, like, lame spending. It's like... Oh, we we want to you want to we want to rebuild a bridge, and it's like everybody gets pissed about it. Oh, we can't spend money. Then the government just used to blow money on crazy shit, just throwing it out there. Yeah, and NASA NASA was at the forefront of all this. So this woman, she's trying to teach a dolphin how to speak English, which I imagine is kind of weird because you're like, say house, and it's like, right? I would think if anything, Chinese. Teach them Chinese first, and then they learn the English because it, it sounds like Chinese to me. Oh, when you hear a, <laughs> a when you hear a Chinese person talk, you're like, you sound like a dolphin. Yeah, they do sound kind of dolphinish. Yeah, I don't think that's racist. I think that's it's just, not. No, it's just an observation. I think it's culturally insensitive, not racist. Thank you. I pride myself on that. But Love It ended up teaching one particular dolphin named Peter, which I like that. Nice. 
far more than the art of making words. And see, again, this is the teacher-student. This is the teacher-student thing, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, she came to him trying to teach him English. Right. Is she hot? I'm just fantasizing. Well, I don't know, because the, the photos I saw of her were of current day. Redhead. No, well, th- this would be the act Redheads of, are crazy. Yeah. Th- yeah redheads she was kind of brunetti, short hair, intellectual, which can be hot, too. But now, she's opening up about it for the first time, so let's hear some audio. Oh, my God. Peter did look good. Yeah. But something else was affecting her work with Peter. By the way, the, the dolphin's named Peter. That's not lost on anybody. No. They no, have sexual urges. Oh, I'm sure Peter had plenty of thoughts along those lines. Peter liked to be with me. He would rub himself on my knee or my foot or my hand or... Whatever, and I, and I allowed that. I didn't. I wasn't uncomfortable with that, nice. as long as it wasn't too rough. Yeah, as long you, as it wasn't too rough. You liked it, baby. Look at this chick. Man, Peter she's just throwing it out there. Caused Margaret some minor injuries on her legs and stuff, of pushing like an obsessed. It's abusive. In, in the beginning, when he would get rambunctious and and have this need, I would put him on the elevator and say, "You go play with the girls for a day." So there was, this was like a multi-level tank. Right. So they, they would take him and then put him on like an elevator and then put him with the ladies. And so then, I don't know. I figured, I don't know if they want to have multiple dolphins or if they're using like a dolphin. Now, yeah. Is this a condom? dolphin breeding ground? Or they had the women on some kind of dolphin pill? No, this involves um, water. This involves bruising of the bodies. You yeah. know, after. This is doing the buck. Are you revealing this, what the... I don't... Well, I mean, it's somehow... Is that a portion of it, or that's... You do get somewhat you know, abrasions to your skin, is all I'm saying. Usual stuff like that after doing the buck. And it does involve water, as we've heard in the soundbite. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you do you, do you think that... Did you learn the buck from... Dolphins? Cetaceans? Or is it just something primal in you? It was primal. It was, it was a primal. It was a primal uh, act. And... You know, one that can only be repeated in the primal rage. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Focus is what it takes. And I'm saying this dolphin is displaying it, man. I mean, he is abusing her, you know? Yeah. But to the point where it's not abuse. She likes it, you know? Well, that's the weird thing about the buck is eventually people are... They're addicted to it. They're hooked on the buck. That's what it sounds like. But as people speaking Chinese! The process of transporting him down to the two female dolphins to satisfy him proved disruptive. Mm. I like the music. It's always yeah. that Margaret same music. felt the best way of focusing his mind back on the lessons was to relieve his desires herself manually. Wow. It was just easier to incorporate that and, and let it happen. It was very uh, precious, it was very gentle. Uh, Peter was right there. He knew that I was right there. Again, it was sexual on his part. It was not sexual on mine. Sensuous, perhaps. That being said, have you whoa, ever... Whoa, wait, wait, wait. She said sensuous. It was, it was sensuous. Yeah. So she was having this nice, you know, 12-foot dolphin kind of stride her, and then she would grip his member. His, his dick is 12 feet? 
No, I'm saying the dolphin. But oh man, but I they, didn't. I don't know. Have you seen dolphin dick? They're huge. They why, are. Why no? Whales have huge cocks. Wow. Yeah, like like nine foot cocks. So I'm saying this guy is like a three footer. Damn. He's he's got a, a what they would call in the porn world a monster cock. He's packing. And so she, but it's really like she relieved him, like she was saying. She's the aggressor in this situation, you know? No, she's no, she's not aggressing. Like, if she was grabbing on to him and everything. No, she's just letting him have his way and probably come to a full uh, erection as a dolphin. And then she's going down there with her hand. Now, imagine this. Wow. Now, now, me, you know, if I were to go to work on myself, it, it, it's a limited range of motion. Right, right. It's I've only got to go from point A to point B. You know, a certain amount of. I'm I'm not working with three feet. No, you know how to drive your stick shift. Right now, this woman, like, imagine that you're using like you almost have to get a Tommy John surgery after after giving this this dolphin a handjob. You're woof, 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 right. Woof. It's it's like you're you're almost you having the range of motion of like guys that are flagging down airplanes. She's pitching like fifteen innings doing that shit. Oh yeah, right. I mean, I don't know why she didn't eventually, uh, you know, sue for some kind of damages because we've just become part of what was going on, like an itch. Just get rid of that. We'll scratch it and we'll be done. Move on. And and that's we Cats all. scratch people. It was. <laughs> now I wonder what her husband thought. Right, because it was like my wife's at work all day, and I'm like, oh man, I had to write some couple ads for like a erectile dysfunction company, and then I had to move over and write a couple ads for like a, a you know some kind of auto, you know, s- selling cars or whatever. My wife's like, yeah, I, I jerked the shit off of this yeah, well, dolphin all day. At least you didn't have to jerk off a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, that's my day, baby. I was there to get to know Peter. That was part of Peter. She did get to know Peter. Now, what if in the act of lovemaking, she just screams out, Peter, you know? Right, right. And then that's a whole story she's got to tell the, the man, you know? Do you, you ever think she got home and looked at her husband and was like, I'm underwhelmed? <laughs> You're just not packing like Peter. Or she was like, let's get in the pool. All right, go. Where do I talk? In the, 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 in the top. In the top of the thing. Right here? Yeah. Todd, could you please pick up? I wouldn't say please. <laughs> Todd, can you pick up some coconut milk? Coconut milk? I don't drink coconut milk. Yeah, you do. Coconut water. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Todd, can you pick up some coconut water from Sprouts after you get the dogs? I'm thirsty. Oh, don't say Sprouts. Say the supermarket. People don't know what Sprouts is in other parts of the country. Todd, can you... Todd, can you pick up some coconut milk from the grocery store after you get the dogs? I'm thirsty. One more clean read. Nobody says the supermarket. Say market. Can I just say, can pick me up some coconut milk? From the store. Okay. You ain't come one, but many time tainted. Edwin de Bergada. Accused of sex with pool raft yet again. With a pool cozy? Or I'm sorry, a pool stick? Pool, pool raft. St- pool stick. Pool raft. A raft? This guy definitely has a type. Edwin Tuburgata, huh? 35, was arrested in Hamilton, Ohio on Wednesday for allegedly having sex with an inflatable fo- 
with an inflatable pull raft by the side of the road, Fox 19 reports. This is the fourth time Tuberkata has been arrested for this kind of offense. Wow. And he's going to town in the middle of the road. Yeah, like, not only, like he's not just doing this in the quiet of his house no. or, or maybe in the garage. No shame. No. In 2011, Tuberkata was caught with his pants down in an alley with his neighbor's pink inflatable raft. Okay. He went to jail but was arrested again in 2013 for having sex with the exact same raft. So the neighbor kept the raft. Which is, is kind of... Is, th- is my thing, right. Yeah. You chuck it out. You get a new pink raft. Yeah, you throw that at... Like, if I saw... If I, if I came home and, like, let's have some nice tiki furniture, right? But even if <clears throat> I, I came home and my neighbor was trying to ball my tiki furniture, I think my wife would be like, eh, time to chuck it. Yeah. Yeah. His Johnson's been on this. Yeah. Yeah. It's johnson Yeah. But I, I was like, that that's kind of disturbing. Um... The 2013 offense occurred at Tuberkata's own home, but he was charged with and pleaded guilty to public indecency because it happened within the view of his children during the day. Jesus. Dad of the year. I'll show you kids. I'll fuck this thing. In 2002, <laughs> it just happened to be that. In 2002, Tuberkata was arrested for publicly pleasuring his, his himself. <laughs> I, can't, I can't read this. Come on, Tuberkata. And... 2002, Tuberkata was arrested for publicly pleasuring himself right. with an inflatable pumpkin. Good God. That object wasn't a pool toy, though, because it came... Because, come on, a man needs a little variety. Oh, a little bit of editorializing here. There you go. In his newest mugshot, Tuberkata was wearing a t-shirt that reads, I'm out of my mind. Please leave a message. I like this guy. At least he has a sense of humor about being fucking nuts. But I'm like the first time you get busted for sex with a pool toy in public. Mm. Don't you? Then you you have that moment. Mm. Much like the moment on the toilet. Yeah. You, you reconsider your life. Right. Take it inside. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Because the I, the the law, as as I know the law, as I understand the law to read, is that you can screw any kind of pool, you know, any kind of aquatic. Fun yeah. stuff in the privacy of your own home. This is America, you know. Mm-hmm. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to take take a hold of that Viva Vantage, you know what the fucking oh. uh, you know oh the uh, the paper towels are just yeah you, know, you know the hole right there yeah. yeah I can fit in there. You can do that if I wanted to do that right here. I'd do it. You could totally screw the crap out of all of my uh, paper towels. I'll do it right now, mm-hmm. and I can because this is America. Damn it! But I don't. I don't want you oh, to do sorry, the sorry. do do the buck to any of my toiletries. Oh man, that would it would get them wet for one thing. It would make and our relationship ruin it. It would make our relationship weird. Yeah, there's no going back. Yeah, I, I, I if I called you every time, I'd be like, oh, like I f-. and my wife would be like, oh, you, you can't have buck around. Ruined a whole Viva Vantage. So we're gonna finish up today's show with some moments I had recently where I I I, I thought maybe uh. Maybe maybe I should rethink my life. Oh. So, Buck, I want you to tell me when you know you hear about these things. Say, Todd, you should you should rethink your life, or no, you're doing just fine. Okay. Okay. So, I want to get your opinion because you had the moment where you got so low with the coffee filter that mm. you want to change your life. That maybe you could hear my thing and go, "Ah, oh, that's fine. That plays. All right. That's totally fine." That's that's within an acceptable range of behavior, and it's uh, it's a 
yes or no, much like you are the father, you are not the father. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's totally my frame of mind. Yes. I will apply. Here, here's one. Um, the other day, I, uh, I was DVRing the Channel 2 news at night, like the 11 o'clock news. Yeah, change your life. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why, though. Oh, shit. No, I hate, lo- <laughs> I hate local news. But they have a, a weather girl named Evelyn Taft. Mm. That has she's this, this blonde who's kind of buxom. Like she, she's, I know I sound like a, a complete misogynist saying this, but from the nineteen fifties. But she she has huge hoots, huge and, hoots, and she's this blonde that seems like she's so sweet. She's like a midwestern you know school teacher. Oh yeah, and she's hot as hell. And so I I kind of caught on to Evelyn Taff, and I was like, man, she's really hot. One day Oscar texts me. He's like, you got to watch the weather tonight. Jesus. He's like, he's like, I, you know, Evelyn Taft. I really have a thing. And so then, then I started DVRing and then just watching the weather, not to care about the weather because it's Southern California. It's just gonna be nice. Like, I, you know, we're in a drought. I don't have to worry about anything. But I started DVRing things just to watch Evelyn Taft sit there with her large mammaries right. and be like. Okay, so in Santa Barbara, it's going to be uh, 74, and then in the Valley, it's going to be uh, 82, down in Long Beach. This is like your low-key porn, watching this chick on the download. Two in the morning? No, I don't watch it at two in the morning. I, I usually watch it like, I, I, my, my wife will just think I'm just watching the news. Hmm. And so it's like, you know, they have- Shank taught on. They have, yeah, they have, they have, they have triple X hardcore porn, right? Yeah. No one has gotten past that. There's not like quadruple. There's no 4X, no. No. There should be. But, I mean, that's when you start like doing weird. That's when you do the buck. Yep. That's it's, when that becomes involved. It's a triple X move. Yep. But then you, then you, then you have like soft core, which is like Skinamax, which is like you don't see the dong, right? Right. So then you have maybe a regular porno, like you're looking at a, a picture like in a Playboy. And then you have... This other region, which could be erotic, everyday life. I don't know. I don't know what you call that thing where hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm jonesing off the, the weather girl. Right. So should I rethink my life? Because you're jonesing off her? No. Mm. You're, you're good. But yeah, if I'm no, DVRing the weather segments? Yeah. It, again, you live the life. Of, you and Oscar live the life of two like 80-year-old retirees. <laughs> We're gonna start meeting up at hey. McDonald's for yeah. coffee at six exactly. in the morning. Hey, the weather girl tonight. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I'm gonna DVR her. You She's know? a real Lollapalooza, that one. Oh, wow. That dame. So buxom. You know that buxom dame with the big boots. I'm telling you, yeah, you guys are like in a retirement home already. But she's just so welcoming. Like, there's nothing about her. I'll, this, I'll like, look her up. She's not like bitchy or like, oh, I'm so hot. It's because like, you see her for like five minutes. That's all you see her for. I know, but yeah. also she's a scientist. She's a meteorologist. She knows about weather. They patterns. all are Todd. I could have some real talks about uh, climate change with her. Hmm. The Earth has a fever. Number two, uh, I, I don't, I don't need to number this, but okay. I, the other day I accidentally bought Copenhagen pouches instead of long cut dip. Oh, what's? Don't you prefer the pouches? Like, don't you snuff whatever snooze? But no, this was snooze, I, yeah. I was trying to I, see because I, I used because you know I, I used to smoke like a pack a day, right? Right. So I wanted to stop doing that. So every once in a while I come in my garage and I'd have cigars. 
So, you know, once a week, like a Friday night, I get drunk, I come in the garage, I have a cigar. Well, eventually, I was like, I, I hate smoking cigars because my mouth tastes like ass for two weeks after. Two weeks? Wow. Yeah. So then, one time on our show, we did the Chewing Tobacco Show, where I was doing like Red Man, and we were doing the show while I was trying to chew tobacco. I realized I kind of liked it. So oh. then, so then I, I bought like this Copenhagen long cut every once in a while I have a little dip, but then I screwed up and I bought the pouches. Okay. Should I rethink my life? Uh, I don't think. I think honest mistake on that one. But did you, did, you, did you ingest the drug or did you be like, fuck this, I'm going for what I like? No, I still used it. Oh, well, then you're, you're just a user, Todd. And now, is it bad for me to do dip? Should I be doing chewing tobacco? I'm not, not seeing. Tobacco, I'm not seeing anything bad in that. No. Like the other night when I called you drunk on the phone, and we were talking, and then I I, I took a dip, and then I was like, uh, I'm having diarrhea. I yeah, it go. made you go to the bathroom. Yeah. I think the the last thing you said to me was like, All right, I got to go take a shit right now. Later. Bam. And it was that quick. Like I was like, Oh, okay, but, but what? Yeah, Th- those those are the phone conversations you get into. But, but what if you listen to the show and then you end up becoming ba- best buddies with me and Buck? That that's the yeah. kind of conversation you get at ten thirty at night on a Friday. You get a <laughs> drunk Todd doing dip, going, "I'm gonna shit my pants." Yeah. <laughs> Rethink my life or no? No, stay with it because right there with you. Because that would mean I would have to think about shit. <laughs> so I'm tired. The other day, uh, my dog, my dog like shit in the backyard. And then I had to get like a wipey. Like I, I have still wipies from my when my grandma passed away. She had a whole bunch of wipes, like baby wipes. Okay. And so then you I, inherited them. I inherited her. All I got. Wow. I inherited her baby wipes. And she must have been rich. But but they've kept moist since like 2011. <laughs> like I, I, every time I pull one, I'm like still moist. You see the value in them. We're You're like keep- grandma. You were you were smart. Yeah, yeah. You, you, she bought it. I mean, the clasp on the top of the baby white box is what what I say is great ah. because it's like so good. Oh, it seals it in. So the dog, the dog, you know, took a dump in the backyard, and wife said, uh, "Handle Scout's bottom with the baby wipe." I I had a dog for fifteen years. I never wiped its ass. There was a little bit of residue on the butt. Like he had a little bit of almost poop up the tail. <laughs> Like I, he had diarrhea or something. Like right. I gave him too many uh, those like bacon's those bacon strip things. Oh yeah. I don't. And it just did his stomach wrong. And so then my wife's like, "You need to get at this dog's ass with the wipe." So I'm like, "You you have to embrace the dog by like the neck to hold it, and then you have to grab the tail, hmm. and at the same time wipe it." And you're like, you're just getting up in there, and you're getting the 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 the, the poop out of its fur. So this one show we've talked about how. Your dog uses baby wipes to wipe its ass, and I'm down. No, I use the baby wipe. I haven't taught the dog yet. And I'm down to coffee filters. Yeah, I do need to look at my life, though, don't I? I mean, let me turn it back on you. Yes, I need to look at it. No, you need to seriously. The moment that I mean, any that's, I mean, that's you know they call brass tacks, right? Which the brass tacks was. (laughs) You know what the brass tacks means? At Uh the bottom of a slave ship. The slaves would row the boat at the bottom, and the brass tacks was what they used on their chains. What? That's when they say get down to the brass tacks. That's the bottom of the boat. That's beneath the water. Huh. That's that's sur de agua, man. Yeah. So what? When the Spanish comes out, you know, I've been drinking. So what I'm saying is, yeah, you you definitely because Buck, 
Hmm. You do all right for yourself. Yeah. I think if you're not a f- going out there and actively procuring your own toilet paper, right? this is like one of those things where when somebody's real old and they go, do they make on themselves? I'm they, becoming they, incontinent? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying you're becoming incontinent, but you just can't take care of yourself on oh a basic human level. There's certain stuff like, are they eating? You're worried about me like an old person. Are yeah. they shitting themselves? Right. Are they taking care of their bowel movements? Because mm. then you're reverting back to childhood. You can't clean yourself. Then you need to be in a home. <laughs> I need to go somewhere. You need to go somewhere. Wow. It's time to take Buck away. Take me. You know what I'm saying? If you ever want to put me in a home... Like late in my life, if any, if my kids, you know, the eight that I have, mm-hmm. eight to fifteen, if they ever want to put me in a home, just tell them it's okay. It's it's a cool lifestyle. I like. But it. you could do the buck around the. Uh, it's pretty kickback, yeah. Retirement home. Oh man, there's a lot of a lot of seniors getting down. You know, so. I could see a buck walking through the retirement home and he's looking at everything and he's like, uh, "Could we put a pole in here?" Is there any way we could get some kind of sex swing? Yeah, exactly. And is there any way that we could uh, do some kind of Dungeon Master stuff without people knowing or feeling like I'm abusing the elderly? You know, I'd start, like, grifting the uh, the help, you know. Slip up some 20s every now and then, you know. Yeah. Well, let's get some shit going here. <laughs> just to get your way. Yeah. And there, there's this one room in the back of the retirement home, which just, like, this smell of weed is emanating through there. You're like, this is medicinal. It's my, it's my greenhouse. Yeah. I have a prescription. Right. This is for my angina. <laughs> so, my last one. Huh. So, I was looking at uh, Twitter the other day, and one of my favorite Mexican restaurants is a place called uh, Lola's on 4th Street in Long Beach, which my wife goes to for Taco Tuesday all the time. Hmm. That's another thing when you're getting old, when you, when you have your day and date that you go to certain places where you eat. Tuesdays we go to blah blah blah. Right. We go to Taco Tuesday, get two dollar Pacifico beers, and have a couple tacos and enjoy myself. Good times. But it just so happens that Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, the dog whisperer, yeah, he ate there the other day. Wow! And they tweeted it out. They said Caesar Milan came in here, and really enjoyed the mole. Nice. And then I was like, oh my god! Then I, I was pissed because I really wanted to meet Caesar Milan. Really. Like I, I DVR his 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 old show, I DVR Caesar nine one one. Really, I DVR and pretty much I'll come home from work. My wife and I will fire up some Caesar Milan, sit back, relax, and enjoy ourselves. Wow, that's quite. The- Should I rethink my life? Yeah, at this point, yes. Like, because me being caught without toilet paper is one thing, but you being Caesar Milan out is another. But I'm learning about like this primal part of me. That can can learn how to like relate with dogs on a deep level. No, no, no. That's all he does. No, no, no. And they sprays him in the face with water. No, no. Caesar. No, 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 no. Caesar's Caesar gets, horrible. Caesar gets down there, and then he'll. The greatest moment on the dog whisperer is like there'll be some dog that he cannot control, and mm. so he'll get like down on his hands and knees and look the dog eye to eye. And try to assert dominance, right. like a dog would, right. and then he'll do it for like like fifteen minutes, and they'll have the camera on him, they'll have the timer, <laughs> and they'll just keep moving the timer up another ten minutes. And Caesar's like, "This took me so long. <laughs> it took me so long to finally." But then eventually, I after finally broke the dominance, after thirty minutes, he makes the dog calm and submissive, and the dog just lays down. And then he's like, "Okay." I'm going to have to take him back to my dog psychology center <laughs> in Santa Clara. <laughs> like, 
All right, so you like this dude? I I, I don't I, see I, why I love, I, love I don't see why you like this guy so much, or because if he came to your house, he would be offended by how your dogs are. No, my dogs are great. Oh no, mon frere! No, they are not. No, they are not. Murray uh, and Scout are like really awesome. well-behaved animals. They're awesome, and they're cute as hell. Right now, Murray is the quiet one, which never happened. I don't hear him barking at all. He's scared because Scout is just on top of him and taking all the attention. Yeah. Whenever I try and pet Murray, Scout's up in there trying to take the attention. He's dominant now. Scout is dominant over He's Murray. trying to, right. And Murray is like taking it. He's an emo teenager. He's though. taking it up yeah. the ass right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's not happy. I'm telling you right now. I, Furry Murray is a distressed animal. You call him the dog whisperer. I am the dog whisperer. Well, no, you you uh, you do very well with my dogs. Yeah, it's not like Harmats. Harmats, who was on the show, Jeff Harmats, yeah. walks right in us. Whammo gets bit by murdered twice. Right. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out podcast today. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for thank, coming up in here. Thank you, Susan Malone, and thank you to the, to the audience for listening to our chill summer sessions. Yeah, we'll start snorting crank like we used to. Yeah, next week. Do you have to look away? By the diner where the squad car stops for coffee Don't you wish that you were any place else but here And don't you feel kind of funny when a man in the suit says Man, do you know where I can get high? Don't you wish that you were any place else but here Take a walk down any street that you choose Yeah, and you'll wind up with the Fairfax Street Mid-morning paranoia blues Do you have to look away when you pass by the diner Where the squad car stops for coffee Don't you wish that you were any place else but here